Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special edition of Tunnel Vision. I'm your host, Ryan Abraham, and we are joined... Uh, by Alex Grinch, USC defensive coordinator and safeties coach. Uh, Alex, thanks so much uh, for coming on. I know it's offseason; you get a little time off, but uh, thanks for spending a few time, a few minutes with us. Absolutely. Uh, so, I want to see. You know, it's been about six months, right, since you got to uh, USC, came to Los Angeles. What's it been like? Just that first half a year, and get your family integrate, every all that kind of stuff going on. Just moving to Southern California. No, it, it's been good, um, and, and that's the thing that you know. I think sometimes people don't realize is you know when when a, a coach takes a new job, there's a lot of layers to it that don't include anything to do with football. And what's important is obviously you got uh, uh, family supportive up, and I, I have a tremendous wife, uh, Becky. Who would be uh, like we're 19 years this uh, this summer married, and uh, so um, you know she 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 gets it, and uh, I think. Uh, you know, it's finding schools, it's 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 finding houses and, and all that, that that fun stuff. And um, you know, when you when you have a, a partner in crime, I guess that uh, kind of been there before and, and supported that way it allows us to to meet a guy in the football aspect of things, which obviously the, the most important part to um, to to advantage those first six months as you, as you mentioned, you know, and, and you you really gotta look at it through the lens of you're playing catch up. You know, there there's there's no nothing you can do if you're in the office for 25 hours a day. That's not extra. You're playing catch up. There's someone out there in this this conference has been, you know, 10 years at a program, uh, a year in the program, two years in the program, three years. We're behind. We're behind everybody. And just attacking it from that perspective um, is it, kind of how how we, we choose to uh, choose to do it. So um, we've uh, had had a good six months, and uh, it, uh, it it continues. The um, you know it's new kind of scheme, I guess. And, you know, when you come to USC and there's everyone going to be asking questions, I mean, people are going to expect the offense to go crazy and like, well, what about the defense? And I'm sure you've talked to boosters and other people, you know, anyone that was coming in around the program, if you had to give like a, a, an elevator pitch to, Hey, here's what my defensive philosophy is about. Like what kind of things do you tell people? Yeah. I mean, there's several things. I think number one, we build around effort. And what we, we, we say is if, if our scheme is sound, simple, repeatable and adaptable, then it's a, the guys in our program give a lead effort um, that we're going to reap the benefits and we're going to have success. And, and our, our track record suggests just that. When, you know, when we haven't given the appropriate effort um, and allowed an opponent to out-effort us, we have not had results. And that will continue this year. I mean, the, the tried and true thing is, as you uh, evaluate things uh, in, in sport is, you know, effort's the greatest equalizer there is. And so that that applies also that your opponent gets a vote. If they give their max effort versus our max effort, we're going to make sure that we're on the positive side of things. So um, that, that's that's a, a, a um, uh, not a selling point. That's just the, the reality of our approach. And so that's that's also obviously the pressure we put on our, ourselves as coaches to make sure that it's sound and it's simple. It can't just be simple. Um, anybody can make it simple. Um, it's got to make sure that it's repeatable and adaptable over the course of a, 
a 12, what is it, a scheduled 12 game season in the fall. And, um, you know, make, making sure that these guys understand that uh, you know, where they need to be, when they need to be there. So there's there's a purpose behind the, the effort that they give. And so that, that's the chief thing that uh, uh, we talk about on a day in and day out basis. Um, we, we, we put a premium on speed. Um, and then one of the things that to remind ourselves of, they don't run you over if they can run by you. And so making sure guys are playing with a lead effort at speed and giving them a package appropriate to allow them to do those things. And so that, that's uh, another kind of, um, I guess, uh, calling card of, of the, the, the good defenses that we've had over the course of uh, over the course of time. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's also for us is being very intentional from a, a player development standpoint. You know, we, we've taken this is the the third time we've installed this defense uh, going back to our time at Washington State as well as at Oklahoma, but most recently at Oklahoma, uh, you know, being very intentional about, about uh, you know, developing individuals into NFL talent. And we don't don't uh, uh, hide from that. Um, that's the expectation at USC. Um, and that's one of those things also that um, when, when you when you come to a program like this, you, you do not have the advantage uh, of, of saying, okay, here is, here's the expectation of what USC football is. No, USC tells you what the expectation is. And so the expectation is that you have a championship-level defense uh, and that your players have an opportunity to, to go on uh, to play in the National Football League. And so uh, we have a track record of doing those things. And, and, and so that uh, uh, is kind of where we, we uh, find ourselves today. We've got a lot of work to do. Uh, we're gonna, you know, every day counts, every day. As, as we, it's easy to say those things. Um, they sure sound good to, to say, but uh, you know, ultimately we're going to make sure that uh, uh, that's where that's that's where we find ourselves from uh, an effort, uh, an obviously developmental standpoint, come this fall. And so it's it's the clock is running, man. Yeah. Um, day in, day out. And so we, we feel a, a real sense of urgency behind it, and uh, um, and, and try to attack it that way every day. You uh, you mentioned like the stints Washington State. You were at Ohio State, obviously Oklahoma. Um, USC fans will probably remember like Hercules Mata'afa going crazy at, at Washington State. Um, it's sort of, I mean, you changed that defense for sure. Like Mike Leach wasn't really known for having good defenses. You guys changed that around a lot, but you use like smaller, faster guys. Has it changed, you know, depending on your personnel from stop to stop? I mean, it's probably different personnel, at Ohio State, Oklahoma, USC, and definitely Washington State. Like is, do you have to make big changes to go depending on what your kind of personnel is? You don't, you don't have like a Brandon Peely or something at Washington State. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, as we look at evaluate the defensive front, as we say, you know, num number one attribute is can they rush the passer? And if they're, they're 6'6", 300 pounds, and then they, they can do that, give us 6'6", 300 pounds, and, and let's go rush the passer. And this this day and age of, of college football, uh, and, and, and probably, you know, uh, I think professional football would, would you know, show us this exact same thing, is, is those individuals have to affect the, the, the game uh, and affect quarterbacks. Um, and, and when you do that, you have a chance to have a, a high level of defense. Now with that, obviously you got to have, you know, uh, the ability to do both and, and stop the run. And so there, there's a limit to that, that size quotient in terms of, okay, it's okay to be small as long as you rush the pass. We're only to a point. Um, and, and obviously there's a strength element of things that doesn't, you know, uh, an immediate guy that doesn't say, okay, here's your weight and here's your strength. Um, but, but ultimately you want strong lean athletes, uh, that, that, uh, no, not only possess speed, but play at speed. Um, and so when you talk about like Hercules and, and some of the guys that we've had in our past, is you know, that that's that's the the chief thing that they had, the ability to to rush the passer, you know, to to play at speed um and stop the run on the way to the quarterback. And so 
Um, it, it does it change? You know, I think college football you know always requires that of you. You know, as offenses adapt, we adapt. I say it's the third time installing this defense. Five to six years of this defense could be one of the most improved defenses in the country. We failed a year ago to be that. Um, but what, what, what's the common common denominator as, as you go through it? Um, is, is guys playing with elite effort, guys attacking the football. You know, we talk about the takeaways equal victory. You know, when we get that ball out and get, you know, extra possessions back to our offense, that's the chief reason we take the field uh, on each individual series. And um, and so I don't think that ever changes. You know, I think what great football is, um, is, 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 you know, specifically on the defensive side of the ball, is, is guys playing fast, guys playing hard, you know, guys having a, a non-willingness uh, to, to be blocked. And once again, if it's a guy of smaller stature uh, or, or one that possesses the attributes of, uh, you know, a, a, a bigger athlete, that, that chief word is not big. The chief word is athlete. Uh, but uh, on, on, on either side of that spectrum, guys got to play hard. They got to play with the, the appropriate effort and ultimately out there for their opponents. So that that's the, the elite ones do that. Um, the elite ones do and uh, the lesser ones don't. And obviously we got to, um, you know, make, make sure that we're developing these guys and, and um, not spending too much time convincing them, but a little bit of time convincing them that, that they give that elite effort that um, we'll have success. The uh, the staff you guys have put together uh, for you defensively, there's, you know, three of you came over from Oklahoma. Uh, you had, uh, you know, Roy Manning uh, joining you there and also uh, Brian Odom, but you also bring in, you know, Sean Nua, who was not part of, you know, really any of the staff that you've had before over at Michigan and then, you know, retaining Dante Williams, who was the interim head coach last year and, you know, coaching the secondary and stuff. How's that kind of come together with uh, your staff? You know, p- putting together some guys that you had at Oklahoma and some other guys that you hadn't really worked with before. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the you know, Coach Manning and, and, and Coach Odom, both, both guys that uh, um, had an opportunity to hire two guys uh, when we got the job at Washington State. Those were the, the, the two uh Individuals that came came on board and and then obviously had an opportunity to um, you know, have them with us in Oklahoma and um, again so I, we got history that you know the, the there, there's uh, some some real positives with that obviously but only positives if they're lead coaches you know the, the, it's never get the band back together or guys you know just because we like to hang out with each other um, it, it, it's in, individuals that are lead of what they do both as recruiters and teachers and coaches and um, guys have an understanding that. Uh, um, you know how how we expect to practice. You know how we expect to play, um, and 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 guys that uh, you know we've we've um, had some. Um, I'll say this: we've had some real tough Sundays together. You know we've been on a bus after a game. You know a national semifinal where where we failed, and 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 we had to you know pick ourselves up off the turf. I mean, there's been been some some real, real tough days and 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 tough Tuesdays after. A, uh, you know, select festive practice where, you know, we, we look at ourselves and say, are, are we doing the right things defensively? And, and are we going to change and how are we going to adapt? Are we going to stick to the things that we believe in? And that there's, a, there's a lot of um, that, that comes with kind of being the, in the fire together. And then same token as we've, we've uh, you know, uh, got pictures of the championship trophies with, with each other as well. And so we've, we've had some, some tremendous, uh, uh, Saturday nights, uh, just the same. And I think that goes for all of us, you know, whether it's Coach Riley and myself or, or, or uh, uh, guys that have history together. It's both the positive and, and the negatives and the adversity that we, we've come through. And then, you know, uh, beyond that, as, as you have opportunities to, to hire guys, all you want to do is upgrade. You know, that's the pressure that you put on yourself uh, in the hiring process is how do you upgrade uh, the staff? 
Um, and I think in both cases, when you talk about Coach New and Coach Williams, I mean, they just, just, um, and, and I, I'd rather under promise and, and, and over deliver, but both those cases just, just absolute slam dunks in terms of upgrading everything we want to be. Um, but just uh, as men, as coaches, as, as recruiters, teachers, guys that are in the room, guys, guys that uh, buy into number one Coach Riley's philosophy from a program standpoint and on to, from a defensive, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, kind of personality, kind of what kind of, again, what we want to be, how we want to coach and all those things. And so um, I, it, uh, um, it doesn't always work that way um, in, in this business, you know, um, and, but uh, th- th- these are guys that uh, um, are, want to be a USC number one and one, one and, and, and number two kind of understand the expectations of uh, and what we're trying to get done here. The, uh, you know, roster Lincoln Riley said is going to be the most unique one in college football. It's certainly been reworked, and the transfer portal has been a huge part of that. How different is recruiting from the transfer portal than you know from high school recruiting? And just how crazy has it kind of been since you got to USC? I mean, you guys have recruited a ton of guys out of the portal. It's just been it's got to be you know, completely changing the roster that you you know inherited uh, you know back in November. Well, it's, it's a unique opportunity. I mean, that number one, you know, what's recruiting philosophy? Get great players, and, and so that that's whether it's in the junior college ranks, high school ranks, or, or now, you know, adding the the ability to to bring in transfers. And you know, looking at through, through the lens of okay, what 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 is um, you know the the value of that student athlete as we bring them in here? You know, some some of it's obviously positional standpoint, just of need. You know, that that's that's not the fun part of recruiting when you're just trying to fill needs or, or make sure that you have appropriate numbers so that you can get through a season. You know, the fun ones is, as I mentioned, the coaching staff, the fun ones are, okay, this is, this is a massive upgrade um, from, from a talent standpoint. Um, that, that's not always the case that, that there, there's that, that, that element of, okay, there's just a need and we, we, we were down numbers at a particular spot. Um, and, and, and obviously, you know, there, there's certain years where that, that kind of, uh, presents itself uh, and always has and always will. Um, you try to avoid that at all costs, cost, but um, with with the you know the, the amount of attrition that happens in college football now, it's it's kind of part of our new reality. So um, it, it was an, an opportunity for us, an opportunity that that we, we certainly wanted to take advantage of. Uh, I believe in a lot of ways we did. Um, it's ongoing. Uh, it, it it never stops, um, and and so. Uh, you know, it's just we, as we evaluate guys, it's looking at it through the lens of how many years can can they be a part of USC football? You know, are they upgraded the position, or they, do they possess the um, you know with, with development, the, the size potential, and speed potential to be elite college football players? Um, and and so you kind of weigh that against you know a high school athlete coming in, and so it, it's uh, it's an adjustment for all of us. I think it's uh, again a unique opportunity as, as we take over a program and, and something that. Uh, um, where where it is so different is there's not that that end date you know that first Wednesday in February now now it just kind of continues uh, throughout the course of the off season but uh, you know it, it I will say this and I think it's really important is what history tells us is the, the you know hoping for the the talent acquisition the magic player that's going to walk through the door that's going to you know cure all our issues is an in, inappropriate way to um, kind of go about our business on a day in and day out basis. We're constantly trying to upgrade. Absolutely, your, your talent acquisition is a big part of this thing. But if, you, if you're not careful, you forget about uh, the, um, the the culture of the program. You know, it, it, you, you forget about that that individual within your within your program that's already here that maybe with a different role, a different position, uh, maybe, maybe with a higher level of accountability. You know, possibly just uh, another off season in the weight room that we can develop and. And and you know have an opportunity to to 
um, enhance our roster um, from from you know, maybe an individual that's already been here. That's that's responsible on our part to do that because history tells us that those uh, those stories uh, uh, can can have a real good ending. When we took over in Oklahoma, um, it, it was a struggling defense. Nine of those guys uh, in a three year period of time are now drafted. You know, I had two other free agents today. Eleven of those guys. You know, you you, you walk around there that, that we got to add, we got to add, we got to add. You know, I think about that we didn't have the advantage of the transfer portal back then. But even in, in um, uh, despite that, you look at it through the lens of well, you, all, all we need to do is upgrade personnel. You know, if we had we fallen into that trap, there'd be nine nine guys that uh, uh, we, we would have wasted uh, some time on not developing. Um, that uh, the National Football League thinks they're, they're pretty good players, and so um, we got to do that also. You get you get too wrapped up in who you're at, and you kind of forget uh, who's already here. So we got to do both. The uh, you mentioned you know it's, it's an ongoing process. Since spring ball ended, uh, you've added uh, four more defensive players already from the transfer portal. So these guys are, you know, on campus. One of the names that, you know, USC fans might be familiar with, uh, Eric Gentry from Arizona State comes over. He looks like he's got a lot of potential upside and stuff. It, any thoughts on, uh, you know, bringing a guy like that in who is like, you know, freshman, All-American type of player? No, I'm excited about Eric. I mean, and, and, and excited about, uh, you know, adding the – you know, the, the body type, uh, the experience that, that he had in just a short time uh, in, in college, but uh, also the mentality. You know, he, he's a unique guy to be around. Um, like I said, we're, we're excited about him, uh, what he can bring to the table. Um, you know, the, the experience that, that he's had, that, that you know, what's, there used to be a, a phrase, you know, what's the best thing about a freshman is they turn into sophomores. And, and so that, that, that's if, if we can – Kind of advantage the the time that he had at the last place and, and, and enhance that, um, and, and find the appropriate role for him and, and and get him caught up from a scheme standpoint this summer, which I'm very confident we can do and uh, kind of turn him loose uh, this fall. But he's also a guy that uh, you know obviously is still young, and so you know we, we think uh, we get coach coach Wiley on him in the weight room and, and um, you know add, add some some mass and, and and continue his development that way. He could be a, an elite football player at our level. Do you know which position you'd like to see him play? Or yeah, we'll take a look at it at uh, both both inside and outside linebacker. He's got some position flexibility, but uh, um, those conversations will take place as, as we get a chance to really work with him. But uh, um, I, I think he has the ability to do both. The uh, one of the names that came up, I think we had one one after one of the spring practices. We talked about Corey Foreman like a lot of times. Uh, you know, what is a former five star player? The fans want to know about him, and people ask questions about him. Like, what did you see from his development over the spring? I know you missed the first part of it, um, and like, what kind of role do you see him playing on the team? Yeah, I think you know for for Corey, I, I, I was excited really how the the spring you know ultimately kind of finished for him. Um, when, when you miss time early on and you're kind of watching, you know, it, it's, especially as a young guy uh, in, a, in a new new system, um, you know, it, that, that, that couldn't be a, the worst scenario in so many ways, you know, because you, you don't you, – you get 15 days, and I don't care if you miss one of them, as a young guy that, that can have uh, – kind of put you – kind of stunt your growth and obviously you, you, you overcome it over time. But, you know, you miss four or five days of it and, you know, your, your day one and everyone else is practice five. It's going fast. I don't – I mean, how, how do you take advantage of that day? You're kind of playing catch-up. And so um, – but I give him a lot of credit. I thought uh, the, the, the strength for him based on where it started, uh, uh, you know, finished, uh, you know, cer certainly with the needle pointed up. 
Um, you know, he, he's a big athlete. He can run. Um, he has all the attributes. I, I think uh, Coach Manning is going to do a tremendous job with him uh, on, on that edge. Um, I think he can be, uh, you know, one of, one of the very, very elite over time. And then so, you know, but development's got to keep going. I mean, he, he's got to prove himself on, on the field. He's, he's uh, um, got to continue to get stronger and then continue to develop. But, uh, um, no, we're excited to have him. And, and, and I think all told, he's going to be a heck of a, a USC Trojan. Uh, I know we're getting close to, we said 20 minutes to let you go here in a minute. Um, quickly, any sort of surprises from uh, USC spring football or, you know, when you look back and go, oh, okay, that was not expected in positive, negative way. Any Anything that kind of maybe surprised you, you didn't expect going in? Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, you know, the effort level of the, the, the players was uh, um, uh, maybe a pleasant surprise. Um, the, the want to, the, you know, there was there was very very little to no pushback, um, uh, but by really you know any of the position groups and any of the individual guys, I, I thought there was a want to. I, I think there's a there there is an urgency uh, in this building, um, and and you know ultimately it's a results business, so we got to go get the results. So that that, that urgency's got to turn into just that uh, outcomes. But uh, um, you know, some sometimes uh, you know when you take over, there's kind of the you know. Um, whether it's it's big eyes or, or kind of the um, you know eyebrow raises to some of the things that you're asking. I mean, I, I think uh, um, it, it uh, as a credit to the guys in terms of the the, the buy-in that way. I know a lot of people talk about buy-in, but uh, no, I felt that. I, I really did. I think uh, you know guys uh, you know want to do right. I think they want to do the things that we're asking them to do. And um, now on the on the flip side of that, I, I don't know if I can find a play. Over the course of spring, we had eleven guys do exactly what they're supposed to do. So that that's, and then maybe that's okay. I mean, we didn't we did not script for success this spring. We didn't put them in you know situations um, that, that that were easy. You know, we tried to script the hard stuff, put them in, in situations where they had to react. You know, situations that they, that gave us a lot to coach off of every single day. You know, you're not different people after just fifteen days on the grass. That's not how it works. If it was, we'd only do fifteen. Which a couple of years ago, it feels like we only had 15 practices, maybe in 2020. But uh, you know, it 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 requires a lot more than that. And so, we we got to make sure that these guys attack the summer the right way. If we're if we're not any bigger, faster, stronger, when we we uh, you know tee it up this, this fall than we are today, then then we really really missed on this deal. And so, um, that level of urgency, as, as good as it was, it has to continue. Um, you know, most importantly, I guess, as we, as we look at it right now, once we get going here at the end of the month and then uh, continue on to fall camp. Yeah, the, I mean, last thing for you, fall camp's a couple months away. Uh, what is the plan for the next, you know, couple months for the, you know, June and, and July? Like, uh, what you know, what's the defensive coordinator for USC have to do over for that those couple of months? Yeah, I, I think the, you know, one of the things that, that, that we do is, um, you know that 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 the player development side of things. You know, we we are as personally involved in, in the development of our student athletes uh, as anybody in the country, and so we don't just send it to the to the weight room and, and Coach Wiley and his staff, not because they need us down there, um, but but we we just don't clock out and say you know give us the football team back in, in full camp. That's not our approach. You know, I mentioned being very intentional about everything that we do. And, you know, the, every, every call that we have is better with a bigger, faster, stronger guy doing it. And there's nothing we can call to overcompensate or better yet, uh, pardon me, to, to compensate for deficiencies that way. Well, here's the blitz that's going to compensate for the slow, small, uh, soft guy. 
right? And so we, we got to make sure that we make major strides that way uh, as we go through it. Now, along those same lines, okay, specific to us as a coaching staff, we'll review the, the spring, you know, go through our cut-ups. And we do so uh, in addition to uh, looking at opponents, specifically the opponents early on in the season. We try to do kind of a, a, a balance of that and kind of uh, not getting too involved because we don't play our offense. You know, one thing we talk to our guys about is, is the one offense we know we won't play this fall uh, is USC. And so if you get too wrapped up into the, the, the video of us defending the, the same offense for 15 days, um, then, then you, know, you might come up with some answers that, that you know, aren't appropriate. So we try to do a, a pretty good balance that way and not get too lost and it just simply, you know, us, um, but obviously spending a lot of time on specifically this, this, this first spring um, on, on watching the, the calls and the personnel and that, you know, knowing that, you know, probably the chief answer to a lot of the things that we do is we just got to put more reps on it. Um, but uh, still get, like I said, getting a jump start on, on the opponents this fall as well. And then, you know, we use about an hour a week of, uh, uh, film time with our guys and, and on the field work that way that that is allowed by the NCAA. Uh, you know, uh, seven hours in the weight room, about eight, uh, about an hour, and get rough numbers uh, to, to get a chance to work with our guys. And so we'll do some football this uh, um, this summer as well. And um, and and everything we do this this summer is designed to have the best practice one of fall camp in the country. If we can do that, and we can, then it gives us a chance to stack days. And um, and, and so that's that that'll be the approach. Uh, once these guys just get, get cranked up here in the next couple of weeks. All right. Alex Grinch, USC defensive coordinator. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time out. Really appreciate it. And thanks for all the insight. And uh, best of luck this offseason and going into uh, 2022. I appreciate it. We'll see you. Thanks. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.